Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang with these episode number ninety four. Here on this happy Father's Day. And Juneteenth. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's Father's Day. Yeah. You're not a father. No. Thankfully. Oh, thank God, too. Never mind. Technically, neither am I, but them cats are sometimes like children. Sometimes. No, not that. I just I thought of a joke, but it's too late now. The moment has passed. Oh. And to all you single mothers out there, go fuck yourself. You had your day. Oh, yeah. I hate that, too. Yeah. Good job. Hey, good on you. You're, you're doing it out there. But, yeah, no, this is Father's Day. Another thing I hate, too, <clears throat> is on Mother's Day. Oh, all you pet moms out there. It's like that's not the same thing. Yeah, no. No, it's no. not. So you're saying I can't be a pet dad? No, no, you cannot. It's not the same thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, not not a whole lot to talk about, but we do have uh, a couple big things. Um, I have two movie reviews to talk about. This this show probably won't be for everybody. Uh, whether because we're we're gonna talk heavy on wrestling, correct? Gonna gonna talk a little bit of Steeler stuff. Talk about not much. Um, Little NFL. Uh, obviously, we just had the NBA Finals go on, and currently in the NHL Finals, things like that. Did you see this video? By what the way? is it? Oh wait, that's that's not it. That's the second part of it. Oh, I where the, the kid crosses. The kid he, tries to jump across the creek, and the dog just trucks smokes him. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I watched that a bunch earlier. So yeah. anyway, <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, real quick, yeah, NBA Finals. Golden State Warriors are the champs for the fourth time in the last eight years and and a lot of people don't really talk about them in terms of dynasty but it seems like that's picked up with this win yeah this one kind of put them over the top but uh and i was oddly surprised that this was steph's first finals mvp oh yeah that is surprising yeah i so durant clay as well Probably. Did Clay win an MVP? I'm assuming so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Draymond won one or. I, I mean, there's only three others, so right. Th- did they win one or two with Durant? One with Durant. One with Durant, and he obviously won it then. So then there would have been. I mean, it could have been Draymond one, Clay you know. one, or maybe Clay two. I don't know. Yeah, hard yeah. to say. Either way, congrats. Um, happy for Clay after you know two years fighting back right uh to come back and do that so i 
the NBA final or NBA playoffs, I should say, as a whole, not every single game, but by and large, was kind of boring. I completely agree. There were a lot of blowouts one way or the other. Even in the series that were quote unquote close, yeah. They didn't really have very many close games. Like Yeah, I've I've enjoyed the Stanley Cup playoffs a lot more than I've enjoyed the NBA playoffs. Um last night the Stanley Cup was a bit of an exception though. Yeah, what I, was seven? Was that the final? Seven, yeah. Seven, I, I left home against arguably one of the greatest goalies of all time. Yeah. That's, I, I Left a party a little early so I can catch the face off, and then at the end of the first, it was three nothing, and I'm like, I think I'm gonna go get some pickleball stuff since I'm doing that today. And then I saw the final, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm glad I did that. <clears throat> I have two questions. Yes. First off, you went to a party at your brother's house last night. There was a party. I I qualified as a party. Yeah, cookout, whatever. Oh. Am I that much of a black sheep that I was not extended an invitation to I, said party? I figured you wouldn't want to go, I'm assuming. Uh, I didn't know about it. Well, kind of hurt now. All right. uh, question number two. Uh-huh. Pickleball? Yes. And and what revelation in your life has led you down the pickleball path? Um, I played in high school. Um, we played in PE. Wait, pickleball was a thing? Not as like an official sport. I mean, in PE. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. I literally heard about it like this year. Okay. Like heard what it was. It's ping pong on a, like you're standing on a ping pong table, basically. It's kind of like a cross between ping pong and tennis. Pretty much. Exactly. Um, a couple months ago, I with what I do, we, we did a project for our local court club or whatever, and they were having a pickleball tournament. I'm like, oh, that sounds. I remember playing in high school. That sounds like a lot of fun. And in the months since, it's just one of those things that just kind of. I mentioned it to my brother a couple weeks ago, and he said, "Yeah, that actually sounds like fun. We should do that." And then in like the past week, it was like Rich Eisen mentioned pickleball on his show. The Steelers story. I'm sure you heard about. Oh it. yeah, I was just gonna say, did you hear about that? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. Which, if anyone listening did not hear it, which again, if you follow any kind of sports media, they've talked about it quite a bit. But it was kind of funny. This. Uh, older gal, I would say probably in her late mid, fi- yeah, mid late fifties, mid late fifties, uh, decided to go to the local courts, you know, to play a pickup game, and there were some gentlemen there, and she jumped in with them and partnered with one of them against the other two, and she ended up with her partner kicking the other team's ass, mm-hmm. and then couldn't figure out why everybody around wanted to take pictures. So she ended up sending the the one of the pictures to her son in the big family group chat, and the son was like, "Uh, mom, do you know who that was?" And turns out her partner was Minka Fitzpatrick, and they kicked T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith's ass yeah. on the old pickleball court. So that was kind of funny. And then now she's on like NF Good Morning Football, and yeah, you know she's become internet famous now. I thought that was pretty funny, but that was like. That's the most I've heard about pickleball in my life was this past week. Yeah. So when you come in saying, I'm going to go play pickleball, I'm like, okay, this is odd. It's a lot of fun. It really is. And uh, How much running do you have to do? If you're playing doubles, not much. So see, that I could probably handle. Uh, that's what not I'm, right now with the elbow, but. That's what I'm saying. That's why I invited you out. And yeah. I, I'm going to invite your brother out, too, see if he wants, wants to play a game, but. 
a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, so. Do you have pickleball friends, or are you just gonna? I'm playing with Hunter. Oh, um, we'll probably play some singles, and if there's anyone there, maybe do a game of doubles or something. I don't do know. Do we have pickleball courts somewhere? We around? have a lot in Bloomington, actually. Really? Uh huh. I did not know this. I didn't either. I guess Evergreen has several. Ironwood has several. Yeah, Ironwood has several. What's the ball? It's a wiffle ball. Like a legit, you just go to Walmart and buy a wiffle ball? I or? went to Target. I bought a two-pack of paddles and balls for $20. So it's actually a pickleball set. It's not like you can't go buy a wiffle ball. Um, I'm not. I'm sure there's a subtle. Does it have diff- holes in it? Yes. Like the true. Like I said, in high school, I'm pretty sure we played with w- wiffle balls. Uh but I guess there's indoor and outdoor balls. I don't know what the difference is. Well, I know like the, the wiffle balls that have the. Okay, so what what kind of holes in it? Is it the? Well, the reason I ask is because some wiffle balls have almost like golf ball holes, you know, all the way around. No, empty. Some wiffle balls have the oblong holes, almost like seams. Oh, the first one. Like just circular holes. Okay, so like a golf, big golf ball, softball size, or not even size. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because with the other kind of the wiffle balls that you get with the skinny bats, you could throw some nasty pitches. Yeah. With that, we used to play wiffle ball games when I lived in Florida um, on a tennis court. Mm-hmm. Like we would basically set that up as our diamond, and <clears throat> we would wrap the 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 regular like the ball with the oblong holes. Mm-hmm. We would wrap it in um, masking tape mm-hmm. so that you you could still throw some mean curves and everything with it, but not. Like the fucking crazy stuff yeah. that you see. I've seen those online. Yeah, where it's and like even those, and... like, they're still throwing them at you like fifty miles an hour, and yeah, yeah, does really weird turns and shit. I've seen videos of like <laughs> wiffle ball pitchers. Well, the, remember like... on Tosh, the the one dude, Tosh point Oh, that's right. I missed that show, by the way. Yeah, uh, he had that guy on there that threw those just nasty curves. Yeah. <laughs> nobody could hit him. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, well, good luck on your budding whiff or eh, pickleball career. Uh, yeah, I already think Hunter and I are going to quit our jobs in a year and pursue it full time. There you go. Probably. You're going to be on the Ocho one of these days. I watched because, you know, I, I had to re- need a refresher on the rules. And I still don't understand the scoring. And neither did Hunter after he watched the video. But, um, What was I going to say? Oh, so afterwards I watched like a highlight of like some big pickleball championship match. And I'm like, that looks pretty easy. They're not doing anything crazy. A lot of it is just softly hitting it back and forth until you get, you know, a kill shot or whatever. Right. So now does the ball have to bounce? Um, that was something I wondered too. Cause I could have swore I've seen clips of them hitting off the bounce mm-hmm. or hitting off the volley. The reason for that is because on a serve, when you serve, it has to bounce, and the return has to bounce before you can hit it. After that, you can hit it out of the air, or you can let it bounce. If is that right or not? Correct, correct. So, so it has to bounce at least once on the, the first serve and two. Return. Basically, serve and so if I serve to you 
it has to bounce once in your side. Yes. And then when you return it, I have to let it bounce once on my side. And then afterwards, I can just then it's go game back on. and forth. Yeah. But you can let it bounce if that provides you a better shot. Correct. Okay. Seems simple enough. Yeah. Yeah. What do you play to? Forty-two. That that kind of goes with the scoring thing. That's kind of confusing because it's like the video I watched. It's the scoring zero. Like you start a game, it's zero zero two, and the two has something to do with the serve. So I, I talked to Hunter about that. Like I said, he didn't understand it either. And I'm like, okay, when we just play with each other, we'll just do tennis rules. <laughs> if we end up playing a pickup game against someone else that knows, we'll ask. But see, tennis is another one that like. 15, 30, 40. Yeah. Love, which I know is zero. Deuce, which is, yeah. Yeah. You start fucking with scores like that, I'm out instantly. Yeah. Like, why? look, it's one to one. It's two to one. It's th- three to one. You win. Yeah. Why is, or I guess 40, it would be whatever the next one is. So five, it basically five points first one and five points went why not simple that not yeah. none of this love love you know 30 love right. deuce no fuck it the game's tied all right or, yeah yeah it's or like you know a sport where it's you know you score six or seven or three it's like why not just do one two three yeah but those are different ways of scoring i know i yeah. know don't you fucking talk about football <laughs> like that all right so then we got the nhl stanley lordo's Stanley Cup, not looking good for Tampa, but they were down 2-0 to the Rangers. Not only were they down 2-0, they were down 2-0, and in Game 3 were down two goals like late in the second. Yeah. And then so, I mean, they are the fire. two-time defending champs. Yeah. We've got Patty Big, Big Rig Moran going for his fourth straight Stanley Cup. So I'm not ruling them out just yet, but, man, Colorado looks tough. Especially, they, I don't know if you watched any of the game last night. That they, first period. They is, are just fast. Yeah. Like, and I think part of the factor is the fact that, you know, I they, I don't think they, they didn't sweep Edmonton, but they won 4-1, and Tampa played a seven-game series. So Av- the Avalanche had eight days off. Yeah, before very, very well rested, yeah. And it's in Colorado. The first two games were in Colorado, so you have the altitude as well. Yeah. Which, I can't imagine that matters at, at, to some level. Uh, yeah, I would think yeah, so. Yeah, I mean. Especially, like I said, a team coming off a pretty hard-fought six-game series yeah. against a Seven. team. I believe. No, no, no you're right. It was six. six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but either way, it was you know much more of a fight than what Colorado has had to deal with. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. It's coming back to Tampa now, and hopefully the boys can get it together and Get back in it. I'd uh, I'd really like to see history be made there. With plus, I really want to see Pat and the boys. I think I'd rather see them celebrate with Patty Moran than with AJ's connection. Oh yeah. So yeah. Speaking of those, have you, have you been watching? I, not as much as I have been. So you you're you don't know anything about the Bubba and Lisa Ann. That I don't know. Gumpa, Gumpy, not Bubba. Bubba Gumpino, oh, they call yeah, him, yeah. yeah. Bubba Gumpino, yeah, yeah. Gumpy. Gumpy. Yes, I did see that. That that they corresponded. Like he sent her a good or have a good Saturday yesterday and this morning. She's like, have a great Sunday fun day. And I don't know if they're just playing it up and she's playing along or it seems. I'm I'm sure it is, but 
Go further. Get the full publicity. Why not? Oh, well, yeah. Ride it till the wheels fall off. Yeah. I mean, fucking. And, fellas, if you've lived under a rock for the last 20 years, Lisa Ann is a legend in the. Uh... <clears throat> porn. Yeah. This yeah. is an adult show. The, porn. She yeah, does porn. The adult cinematic industry. Yeah. Uh, well renowned MILF goddess. Yeah. Retired now and still a smoke show. Yeah. So very interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, legendary performance, Nayland Palin. Oh, that was her. You didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a few of them that look very, very similar. Uh, uh, The porn stars, yeah, the long dark hair, big boob, Lee Sand, and I'm not gonna be able to think of their names now. I mean, yeah, I know them when I see them. (laughs) (laughs) I've came to her, yeah, yeah. And it's as far it's perfect for the show right now because it's kind of they're mainly a football show and there's no football. Yeah, it's I mean even sports in general. It's you know we should probably explain what the fuck we're talking about. One of the hosts of the show or members of the show was Canadian and he got deported. Deported, basically. yeah. So the joke is someone needs to marry Gumpy to get him back into the states. And Lisa Ann posted saying that's some message I can get behind. Yeah. Wearing a shirt, the free Gump shirt. And mm, then yeah. they talked about it on the show. It's like fucking Lisa Ann just needs to marry him. Yeah. And then she posted. Yeah. Why not? And yeah. So that would be the, like the ultimate ending. If they can pull that off, Yeah, maybe be a love connection. Who knows? Yeah. She's obviously single. So, yeah. and well experienced. Yeah. That would, don't I, care. It's 2022. I, no, no, not so much the judgment factor. I just. I didn't care about the other. Like, what are you talking about? Because a lot of cars have been parked in that garage. Well, I or? just, you know. It, a lot. <laughs> I, maybe because she's retired, it would be different. But I, I don't know. Could you date like an active, famous porn star? Yes. Where you kiss her goodbye and, you know, she's going to go get yeah. made airtight. Okay. Not good. I couldn't. I'm not secure enough. I mean, There's, I, I just, I'm not, I would just be thinking the whole time, like, okay, am I a great boyfriend, but she's getting good dick somewhere else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't know that I could do that. I mean, as, as long as everything was stable at home and I'm still getting it, you know, to quote scrubs daily, nightly, and ever so rightly, <laughs> I wouldn't really worry about I, it. You know, every now and then she could bring some work home. This is Jerome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the other one. Yeah. 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 I, I get what you're saying. The vegetarian, vegetarian variety. Yeah. But right. Either way. All right. Um, what else? Oh, NFL news. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, Steelers got Minka locked up. Thoughts? Oh, they had to. I mean, yeah, he's. Going to be one of the pillars of the team for years to come. Highest so. paid safety in NFL history. And and he, I, I wouldn't say he had a bad year last year, but in comparison to the first year when we got him in the trade, he, he didn't make as many spa, splash plays. Um, but at the same time, our defense was very susceptible to the run. Mm-hmm. So um, now that he's got a little bit better front seven in front of him, I think we're going to see more of year one Minka than year two Minka. 
that and I'm sure teams also watched him that first year were like, okay, how do we avoid him? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. No, I'm not mad at it at all. And now, like you said, we've got TJ and Minka locked up. Uh, next big thing to do would be to uh, try and get Deontay locked up before the end of camp. Uh, and then uh, we got to do something with Boz as well, which that's not going to take up much money. But even with all that all said and done right now, we are sitting at $23 million under the cap. I like it. Yeah, that's nice. So. Obviously, some of that will probably go to Deontay if they get it worked out. Of course. And if they don't, you know, we'll. I got to imagine we're going to get an, another vet running back, <laughs> perhaps a David Johnson. He seems to uh, be interested in coming over. Does As a backup, any, I, I wouldn't. anything left? I mean, in comparison to what we have on the bench right now, I'd give him, I'd kick the tires. Yeah, maybe. You know, to come in, you know, you were talking he's only going to play five to eight plays a game, if that, because we still got, you know, as of now, Snell and McFarland, and so we'll see what happens. But I wouldn't be opposed to that. David Johnson, when healthy, is a solid running back with great hands out of the backfield, and I think it would fit pretty well in our offensive scheme. Mm. I don't know that I would want to, you know, give him 25 touches a game should god forbid those days are over no i know but i'm saying if you know god forbid something were to happen to to naj yeah i I wouldn't feel all that great about it but as somebody that you know would come in and spell naj i I think he could do okay and he would come cheap you know what i mean so uh definitely not against it i wouldn't mind seeing make a run at a a veteran defensive lineman as well yeah somebody to help because I like where we're at with Loudermilk and Montrevious Adams, and other, but I still think another vet on a rotational system to kind of help mm-hmm. whip those guys into shape. Um, I wouldn't be mad at Sue, but I don't know that I want to pay him $9 million for one year. But again, if we have the money and it's only one year, it's not going to you know push anything into the next season as far as cash goes. I wouldn't necessarily be against that either. Yeah. I also like the idea of rolling that money over to next year's cap because obviously we're going to have an increase with mm-hmm. new TV deals and everything. Cap's probably going to go up anywhere from fifteen to twenty million dollars, right? Which is great because we've got TJ money now, Minka money, and Cam money coming down to where we're not going to be tight against the cap as we would have been in previous years, especially with a guy like Ben Roethlisberger on the roster. You know where you're pinching pennies just to get under the cap i like having that wiggle room if the you know something falls into our lap we've got the money to spend i'm all for it yeah so and still no word on deshaun watson's status although two more lawsuits have been filed now bringing the total to 26 a lot of rumors going around that the nfl is really pushing for a year i thought of that they can't do a year they have to do Hear me out. They have to do two years. And I know they won't. Yeah, never. But happened. they should. I agree. Because the moment they announce a one year suspension, you know what everyone's gonna say? Oh, so Deshaun Watson has twenty four allegations. He gets the same punishment as Calvin Ridley. He got the one year suspension for, for gambling. gambling. No, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah. They're very inconsistent. I mean yeah. you know, you could go, you know, Ben got six games for two allegations. Yeah. And, you know, this is 
now 26, plus throw in the report of 66 women contacted over 17 months. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't see anybody outside of Cleveland that would be outraged if they said you are you got a two-year ban. Yeah. Or, or look at Josh Gordon. Yeah. You know, how if you're Josh Gordon, how pissed off are you if they come out and say Deshaun Watson has an eight-game s- suspension? There's no way they can... It, Somebody just walked by that door. Okay, pause it then. I'm trying to figure out if I have to kill somebody. Back in a second. All right, and we're back. Don't have to kill anybody, so that's a plus. <clears throat> anyway, um, but yeah, imagine you're Josh Gordon, who smoked weed and has basically spent the better part of the last... His entire career. Eight years, nine years, however long. Part, yeah. Probably longer than that. Most of which on the fucking suspension list for for weed. Yeah. And then you got Deshaun Watson comes and gets eight games for allegedly sexually assaulting almost 30 women. Allegedly. Alleged, I said allegedly. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's. I believe a statement has to be made here. Yeah. A, a major, major statement. Yeah. You know? And I don't know if the league can do anything about the fucker, the fuckery they did with the contract, where his first year is only a million dollars, so that he only misses out on a million dollars. I don't know if the league has the power to say. I don't think they do. I think the NFLPA would would smash that. As dumb as it is. Yeah, yeah I mean it's whatever. It's shitty. But anyway, but yeah, I, it's yeah, you got to throw the fucking book at him. Obviously, it's. Again, has he been charged? No, but that's a fuck ton of smoke. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. Just the the report that came out with the sixty six women that that's should be just huge red flags. And how bad does it make Cleveland look? Because they come out. Oh, we did our due diligence and we investigated this, and he's an upstanding young man. We're gonna give him the highest contract in the history of NFL. And meanwhile. Yeah, this new report comes out like, oh uh, yeah, no, nobody talked to any of those women. Yeah, or well, I guess that came out almost immediately. the The lawyer for the women were like, yeah, no, Cleveland didn't talk to us at all about anything. And then the the news report that came out just what two weeks ago now, I guess, uh, with the whole sixty six women across seventeen months, and now Houston Texans organization being added to the lawsuit for enabling and giving him D and from what NDAs, I heard, NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. Yeah. So, from what you heard, what? Um, wasn't there a rumor that a couple of these women went to hotel rooms, and the hotel rooms were in the name of like the Texans trainer or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah. And I believe one of the new complaints talks about how uh, Deshaun was begging her to touch it, and ended up, I guess ejaculating on her face. Yeah. Yeah, did did it on his own and yeah gave her the the kind of facial that most women don't like. Mm. Well, good ones do, but Yeah, right. You have to ask first. You can't just be shooting loads on people. <laughs> for fuck's sake. It's frowned upon. Yes. Yes. That's uh yeah. Um what do you make of the whole Tyreek Hill throwing shade at old Patty Mac? I think part of that honestly is just he's trying to endear himself to his new quarterback and his new team 
I think it's more that than anything else. You know, people, you know, the, the, the highlight that everyone's talking about where he got underthrown by Tua, I think he's just trying to, you know, have Tua's back more than anything. So I don't think I don't. Still kind of interesting because they play each other this year, if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I think you are. Yeah, I think I did hear that somewhere. I, I want to say they play them relatively early in the season. That Man, you want to talk about a fuck you game. Yeah. All right, well, it's always lovely when my internet decides to not work where the fuck. Oh, here we go. Do they not play them? No, they don't. Oh, hmm. Never mind. I could have swore I saw they played each other. Apparently not. Guess not. So, all right. Anyway, uh, what do you want to do first? Um, since we might get into some stuff that's kind of niche, um, let's talk about something that's a little bit more open. I have two different movie reviews to talk about. Um, I finally watched that Kurt Warner movie, American Underdog. I haven't seen it yet. I gotta admit, not bad. Yeah, not bad. I was, I had heard rumblings that it was a God movie. Not really. I mean, that's brought up a little bit, but it's not. They don't go super heavy on that. Um, I liked it overall. One major complaint I had is that the movie starts when Kurt Warner's in college at Northern Iowa. And Kurt Warner's played by Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. Famous for now for playing Shazam, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, Zachary Levi right now is 41 years old, which (laughs) means when they shot that movie, he was 38 years old, playing a 22-year-old. Get someone younger. Because when the movie ends, it's his first year with the Rams, and Kurt Warner was like 27, I want to say, 28, about my age just get someone younger i don't know why you would because it's so jarring to see him and like on campus like wearing his like college letterman jacket it's like what the fuck it's like the meme with steve buscemi what's going on fellow youths like Uh so that kind of took me out of a little bit um speaking of which most of the northern iowa football stuff could have been cut they make a big storyline of him not wanting to stay in the pocket and having issues with his coach, and he gets benched, and then he gets his job. You can skip all of that. Just he's just do highlights if he's a kick-ass, you know, college quarterback. Have him do the relationship with Brenda, which that's the heart of the movie. That's cool. Keep all that. And the reason why I really wanted that part cut is because it's a Kurt Warner movie. What do you think's a big part they're going to talk about? Or that you would be interested to see. That he was... Not getting... Not the pick six with James Harrison in the Super Bowl. <laughs> not that. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean... Him... Winning the fucking Super Bowl, maybe? Yeah, like him coming yeah, out of that's, nowhere. That's like an afterthought. Yeah. That is like three minutes of the movie. But it's the end, right? Yeah, but... Like, the big three-act climax is his first start against the Ravens. And that's, like, 20 minutes, half hour. It's like, no, no, no. Cut that a little bit and have that. The whole season should have gotten more time. And I think if you cut some of that Northern Iowa stuff, because that's a good half-hour chunk of the movie. Isn't it a pretty long movie? 
No, it's two no. hours. Okay. Yeah. I could. I thought that that was one of the complaints that Pat and the boys had, but I disagree. Okay. Um, so, but overall, I, I did like it. If again, if you're a sports fan, which if you're listening to the show, you probably are, and maybe you were scared off of it because you maybe heard it was a god movie. I'm interested in seeing it. I just I haven't got around <laughs> to it. I almost forgot it exists, and every now and then. They'll mention it on McAfee or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch that, and then I forget. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa Bardstormers, too. They they spend a bit more time on that than I probably would have. Um, but, yeah. Like I said, it's not a bad movie at all. It's pretty decent. I was pleasantly surprised. I just, I had, there there are some issues. Right. But uh, I would recommend it. It's on Hulu right now, so check that out. It's, it's funny because I, like, I vividly remember that season and, you know, the Rams had high hopes going into the season. You know, they were young coming in, yeah. and now they had Trent Green, who was supposed to be, like, the next big thing, and he goes down early preseason, if I'm not mistaken. First game of preseason. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, you know, we got this Kurt Warner guy that nobody has heard of. And <clears throat> the the main thing I remember about that season, I mean, yeah, there's Kurt, War- Kurt Warner, but the one thing that sticks out to me most is Isaac Bruce. Why? Because he was, as far as I was concerned, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And I remember watching a game where they played the Bears. Yeah. And Isaac Bruce blocked a punt, I believe, and returned it for a touchdown. I got thinking, who's this guy? And then he caught a touchdown. Like, wow. and, and then as that was really early in the season. Okay. And by the end of the season, he was fucking Isaac Bruce. Who, right. You know, went on to become one of the best wide I th- receivers. I think your memory's off because that was part of the reason why they were excited because they got Trent Green. They drafted Torrey Holt. And maybe, first... maybe Isaac Bruce was. He, he was already kind of a star. Maybe. Okay. Maybe his breakout was what I'm thinking of happened the year before. Okay. Then. Maybe. Because, um, yeah, he was already kind of considered But I remember when he was like a special teams guy who then became this huge star. Number one receivers don't typically block punts. He, I don't think he was a starter at the, at the time. But, and then he, but. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, you're probably right. It may have been the year or two before. But yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, um, I probably got a match together. Yeah. Happens. I mean, it was fucking 20 goddamn years ago yeah. plus. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd recommend that. Uh, other sports movie I watched. <clears throat> it's weird. I'm starting to like Adam Sandler now. Hustle? Hustle is very... I don't know what Pat was talking about. Hustle's very good. I, I mean, is it kind I of... I kind of watched it. Nicole had it on, but I was playing video games, so I was kind of half-assed paying attention. I got the gist of it, but what I saw looked yeah, fucking good. Yeah, it was pretty damn good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Anthony Edwards, who plays like the villain bat- rival basketball player is phenomenal. Like he steals every scene he's in and he had never acted before. And Mm. he's, he's such an asshole. And it's so Kenny Smith, a lot of NBA players. Some of them are play somebody else like Kenny Smith. He's an agent. Um, yeah, but it's Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Plays another basketball player. Yeah. There weren't many, there, I want to say there's like three or four guys that played different people, but all the other guys pretty much played themselves. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me, and again, I, I just kind of saw it. With I didn't right watch it, 
so to speak. Kind of on in the background, basically. Yeah, but to me, it reminded me a lot of the air up there. And you're going to look at me like, what's I like am that? currently, yeah. The air up there was a, I want to say, 90s movie. Was that the one with the basketball player from, like, Africa? Kenya. Yeah. Yeah, Ken- Kevin Bacon. Same same thing, only not, it was college. Kevin Bacon was, like, this struggling college coach who was supposed to be big recruiter, and he goes down to Kenya and finds this super tall villager, whatever, playing barefoot who just, you know, flies like Michael Jordan, and it's the whole same thing, you know, got to get him to the States and get a tryout, and, yeah, you know, he's got to win over the, the tribe, the family, and everything, to, you know, and it, it has a happy ending where, yeah, he becomes a this great player for... Yeah. Like I said, Hustle... I, I, I mean, it's predictable, but it's supposed to be predictable. Like, there's nothing wrong with it ends the way it should. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. So I really enjoyed it. Um, Kenny Smith does pretty well in his role, like I said. it have to be Boston, though? Huh? The team he ends up on against. Oh. I don't know. I just, I, I did catch that part. Probably because they got Brad Stevens to do a cameo, and yeah, but he's not even on his team. Like he busted his ass to get him in the NBA, and he goes to another team. Like, why didn't Doc draft him? I didn't. Brad Stevens liked him more. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, but I, I do plan to watch them. Yeah, to where I can actually yeah, see. Yeah, so so I recommend both those. Yeah, nice, fun, feel good sports movies. I thought Hustle was better, but yeah. You'll be proud of me. Okay. I am, I believe, four episodes in now. Two? The Righteous Gemstones. Nice. Holy shit. Does that not, like, take off immediately? I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. fucking runs him over in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, I was fucking crying then. Well, I guess the sister does it first but then when he rides a big circle and runs the chick over and then it backs or i don't know if he backs over but basically runs over twice. Over, and the fact that they live fucking blew my mind too but yeah i'm uh i think i just the episode i've just finished watching was the one where we get introduced to baby billy oh i love baby billy yeah, yeah. and and this uncle baby billy yeah weird ass wife <clears throat> do you know who that is Oh wait, never mind. Never mind. She hasn't arrived yet. They do flashbacks to the the his sister, the mother, the late mom. Yeah. Do you know? I don't, has she popped up yet or not? Yeah, they, I've they've, I've seen a couple flashbacks, but no, I don't know who that is. That is the lead singer of the band Sugarland. Oh really? I did not. It took me several episodes. She and then, could walk in that door right now, and I would not know that. Okay. Well, I. I know who she is, so I, I I'm like, okay. but it took me several episodes. I'm like, wait, hold on. I pause it and I look it up. I'm like, holy fuck, that is her. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's got its moment. <laughs> the fucking satanic nightclub or whatever. Yeah. First off, I want to know where that club's at because that looks like a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And it hasn't... I, I'm enjoying it, but it hasn't grabbed me to the point where I've want to sit and watch episode after episode after episode. Yeah. Did me. I mean, it, yeah. 
don't get me wrong. I've been I've probably been somewhat distracted as I've watched them, but and I've enjoyed them. So maybe I'll probably go on a run here one of these days. And, yeah. But yeah, I, I am liking it so far, and like you know, it it doesn't doesn't waste any time. Yeah. Uh, getting the uh, controversy going with the double hump. Well, what they thought was a double homicide. Yeah. And cocaine and strippers and. All that good stuff. Pretty much everything that uh, probably actually happens with televangelists. Yeah, more or less. Um, speaking of Danny McBride HBO shows, I already knocked out Eastbound and Down. That's a quick watch. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I said, they're only like 30-minute episodes. And... Like eight episodes a season. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, what I, is it, four seasons? Four seasons, yeah. that too. So I. What did you think of the like how it ended? The... I thought the last season was pretty ho-hum. Yeah. In, in comparison to the rest. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last season wasn't as good. I still enjoyed it, but I mean, the ending of season three is so weird that he, this whole time he's trying to get back to the majors, gets back to the majors and then quits. Yeah. And then he, April's like, why didn't you just like, if you want to be with us, why didn't you just stay in the majors and we'd come with you? And he's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I found myself, uh, by the way, April is so fucking hot. I was going to say, I found myself just, I'm like, come on. I got a case of the got to see them. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and it was a good payoff because those, those were nice. Those aren't her. I guarantee it. The scene where she flashes them and you don't see her face. I guarantee that's a body double. Yeah, well, whatever. She's still hot. <laughs> yeah. The body double is hot. Sure. But... Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. anyway. April or the Mexican chick. I guess it's kind of the conflict of the show. Are you a tit man or an ass man? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to assume you're going to take April. Probably, yeah. Think about your dating history. (laughs) (laughs) I've ascertained. going that way. Yeah. Both both smoke shows. Yeah. The accent, April's accent kind of gets me too. I I think her voice is really hot. But anyway. The the little fucking sidekick, though. What's his name? The guy that fucking worships him. Steve. Steve. Steve, yeah. Yeah, that guy, he makes the show. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kenny is awesome, but Stevie following him around is pretty fucking Jason Sudeikis in season three was pretty good, too. The character that dies, not his twin brother. But I don't remember that. He's his best friend in the minors. He He ODs on cocaine. I'm I, I'm drawing a complete blank. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's been a minute since yeah. I've seen it. I I, I kind of like I said, I kind of lost interest. I watched them all. Don't get me wrong, but at, after season two, like mm-hmm. you know, the whole Mexican thing, I only have bits and pieces. Okay. Season from, three, I I I I, I think one and two were better than three and four, but I thought th- season three was pretty good. Four, it did kind of. I didn't think about it until you said it, but yeah, season four did kind of drop off a little bit. But yeah, because that's when he goes back to the school, if I'm not mistaken, right? In the end, um, that's when he well, season three ends. He retires from baseball, and he just the beginning of it. He just decides to be like a regular person and fucking hates it. He's a PE coach. He goes back to the no, 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 and then he gets a job on a sports talk show. I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Yeah, then, apparently I completely. Yeah, I, I've lost it after season two. Then okay. Anyway, huh? What else? Anything? 
movie-wise, TV? Not that I can think of, no. Well, so are we going to... Do McMahon first. Dive into that? Yeah. Where are we at? 40-some minutes. All right. So, yeah, this uh going to go heavy on the wrestling. Obviously, whether you're a wrestling fan or not, surely you've seen TMZ, CNN. Fox, CNN, whatever, about this whole Vince McMahon uh, investigation, controversy, everything that's going on. Uh, basic gist of it is, is that they have discovered that... An email, an anonymous email was sent first from a friend of the woman, but yeah. Oh, is that what basically started That's the what thing? started it, yeah. To where Vince has paid this woman off who used to work at WWE as a paralegal, I believe was what she was. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there was some kind of affair, and they paid her. Vince is paying her $3 million, uh, basically an NDA to, you know, hush money, so yeah. to speak. Don't talk about it, whatever. While this investigation is going down, the... Uh, WWE board has removed both Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. Oh, Laurinaitis? I didn't yeah. know about that. Laurinaitis basically stepped down. Oh. And when this first broke... So did Vince. No, I, yeah. Down. Yeah, but when it first broke, the the thing was that this is probably all going to roll down to Laurinaitis. Probably. And they're going to use him as a fall guy, but it's gone a little bigger than that because Vince has st- had to step down. Um and, and now Stephanie, his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, is now basically taken over as the interim CEO and chairman of the board. And uh, Triple H is on the board. I guess there's eight members that are not McMahon's or McMahon adjacent mm-hmm. um, that are doing this whole Yeah, they hired an independent firm to do the investigation. And the part is... That first story you just talked started it, but they found other NDAs. They haven't the details of those haven't been released, but they found other ones, and that was when Vince is like, "All right, I'm going to step down." He announces that, and then WDB announces the same day that Vince McMahon's going to be on SmackDown. Yeah. And did you see it? Yeah. Pretty goddamn lame, and also pretty goddamn lame that he got cheers. Well, the he thing got of, some boos, which are deserved. But why are you cheering this e- guy? Even stranger is that he comes out basically like in character. Yeah, you know, because for those of you that don't know, you know, Vince McMahon, CEO, and Mister McMahon, yeah, are, are two different entities as far as you know stories and everything. Yeah, he, he comes out basically as the Mister McMahon character, and you think that you know it's going to be a look. Maybe a heartfelt moment of I'm going to step aside or whatever. But he comes out and says, you know, now, then, forever, forever, together, an emphasis on together, almost was like a fuck you, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like a, it was a heel move. I've heard it. I've heard it both ways. I've heard some people say that, and I've heard other people say, oh, this might be a subtle way of him saying goodbye if he doesn't get the option. I don't know, man. I think I think over the years, Vince, I think Mr. McMahon is kind of an extension of Vince McMahon. And yeah. I've heard other people say that. I honestly think it was kind of a, you know, this is my fucking company. Yeah. I'm still here because... Uh, all reports I'm seeing says that he, while he's not the CEO of the company, he's still, he's still basically in control of creative. 
which I don't get that at all. Why wouldn't you just go away completely? I don't. And we've heard nothing as far as like from Linda. And, you know, is this going to lead to divorce or. I'm sure she knew. Let's be real. If I had to guess here, I would say that stuff like this has been going on probably for the duration of their marriage or at least the last, you know, 30 plus years when. Vince became a fucking multi-billionaire. Yeah. Um, it's probably a case of, oh, fuck it, we're together anyway. Right. It's convenient, whatever. Yeah, I'll have all, a, I'll have a job. We're all making more goddamn money than we ever thought of. Yeah. You know, but now it's come out and gone public. And it, it's only until we start getting the details because, uh, like, I've seen re- the reporters, wrestling dirt sheet guys, uh, start pointing finger, not pointing fingers, but like pointing back to cryptic tweets and things of people from the past that are like, well, maybe this was all related. Like Nia Jax mm. had a thing talking about, you know, somebody losing their job and somebody not losing their job because they're in with the, you know, the perverts at the top and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, this is probably what she was talking about. Yeah. And with Stephanie stepping away a few months ago, or however long it was, people are thinking that maybe the fact that the, they could see the wave coming and she was just like, I'm just going to wash my hands for a little bit and yeah. hope that this blows over. And now it hasn't now, boom, she's fucking CEO and dealing yeah. with all this shit. Um, I guess. So end game, what do you, what, what, what's going on here? What do you think? Like, what do I think the result will be? Yeah. Or, uh, like, is this I, the end of Vince McMahon? According or? to Meltzer, when he's, he, I saw a clip the other day, he said, everyone I talk to in the business world says he's done because there's CEOs that are far more powerful than him that have been taken down for less. So and, you, you think that the other members of the board, because I don't know if the family members would. No, I don't see them doing that. Turn, but when we're talking, there's eight other board members that could just be like, hey, look, we're going to. We have a responsibility to our shareholders. Yeah. And I heard that yeah, was in another... the stock plummeted, you know. Yeah. In, in the last couple of days. <clears throat> but the problem with that is that even though Vince actually doesn't own the majority of the stock, he has the most voting power. That's what I'm saying. If if anything is going to happen, the board is going to have to basically do what's called a vote of no confidence to forcibly remove him from the board. Yeah. And that in turn would probably force him to sell his stocks or, or whatever. Yeah. And then then it could be up in the air. I mean, yeah. Tony Khan could come in and fucking swoop those those up. Uh yeah, I mean, I got to think that the McMahon family though would probably have first dibs. I I don't know the legalities of it, but Yeah, I don't either. I mean, just in my head, I I got to think that, you know, they're going to be offered up to the other members first, primarily being maybe his family and Yeah. Uh be Real interesting to see where like Triple H and Stephanie sit on this fence. Like, yeah, are they all in on on taking it over and just they I'll fucking s- should be because I- before this broke, the rumor is that the next person in line wasn't Stephanie or Paul or even Shane. It was going to be Nick Khan, who's just a member of the board, right? And I heard that that's the wild speculation too is that Nick Khan's trying to take out every, every McMahon one at a time. Because when Stephanie stepped away, she, not, she they're actually, not related, right? The cons? 
No. Okay. No. That, yeah, you're not going to have a cousin. I wouldn't think. Yeah, no. Know, but. Um, the, after Stephanie took her leave of absence, the company buried her and said, oh, well, she wasn't very good at her job anyway and whatnot. And so that's kind of odd, but especially because that's who they chose to be the interim CEO. Right. But I, maybe they did that just because, again, to salvage stock because it's like, hey, she's been around it her whole life. You know, it's not – you can't if get I, Vince, get the next best thing. You yeah, know? if I had to point a finger at, at one particular thing or another, it would be that. It was like, you know, she's literally been there, and, and may, maybe there's something in their bylaws or whatever that, you know, should – anything ever happened to Vince one way or the other that this, you know, it falls on a McMahon yeah. highest ranking, whatever the case may be. And that's Stephanie. Right. Um, I found it interesting. This goes back probably close to a year or whatever, how well NXT was doing mm-hmm. under triple H. And then whether it was his health conditions or whatever, he just all of a sudden got removed and Vince and Laurinaitis took it over, and that was the whole rebranding of NXT. And it's not been by, good. Yeah, by most accounts, it's kind of been a shit show. Yeah, um, since that happened, so be real interesting to see how things go. And on the storyline side of things, Brock Lesnar came back. Oh, I didn't even know that. Uh, that feels like a misdirect, probably. Let's well, have something else be in the news. They say, and Meltzer was one that it reported that this was already in the works. That oh. the original plan was, uh, Orton was going to be the the guy to mm. challenge Roman through SummerSlam and everything. Um, but it looks like he might be done. There's speculation that his injury is a lot more severe than they've actually hmm. let on to. Wow. And once they figured that out, that a, there's no chance he was going to be back by SummerSlam, and B, he may not ever come back, period, that they have to go another way, and that's when they decided to bring Brock in, and that supposedly that was like... Brock and Roman, episode 12. Yeah. But yeah, at the end, you know, uh, Roman fought Riddle for the title, and I guess it was a pretty solid match, and hmm. Riddle was about to hit the RKO, but he got a spear out of nowhere, and and Roman did the whole rock spiel of there's... There's nobody left, and all 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 I want now is for you people to before I go. In other words, he was gonna just walk away. He's like, is acknowledge me, and then just as he's about to step through the ropes, fucking the music hits and Brock, da, 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 da. Brock comes out, you know, cowboy hat and all, and takes the hat off and pounds his chest and puts his hand out to shake his hand, and Roman looks, and then he, he soon as I mean his hand moves to shake his hand. Brock snatches him up, F5, then he hits both the Usos, and so yeah, there's your similar slime match. Also, looks like old Patty Mac is not done in the ring. I don't know why he wouldn't be. Or why? Did you see any of that? I know. Happy Corbin. After he fought um, his old crony, whatever his name was. uh, Don't even know who it is. Madcap Moss. Oh, sure. I don't even know who won, but afterwards he grabs the mic. Corbin does and basically calls out Matt Pat and says, you know, you've been laughing at me and bum ass Corbin, all this shit, and I'm getting sick of it. And so Pat takes off the headset and <laughs> mm. 
talk some shit. So it looks like Pat and Corbin are going to run a program for SummerSlam. Makes sense. I mean, they're friends. Yeah. They've actually been friends for years. Yeah. So that. I almost wonder, though, if the original plan wasn't Pat and Vince for SummerSlam. After Mania? I don't know how you could do that. Well, McMahon won. Technically, the unsanctioned match. But the match before he won, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I just, I still wonder if that, like, wasn't part of the deal. Like, look, I'm going to get one over on you on WrestleMania. You're going to win against Austin, and then I'm going to, you know, do my thing, but you're going to, you're going to be happy doing that job because then in SummerSlam, I don't think so. I think that, I think the Vince thing with McAfee was just something to get heat. That way, Austin can come out, give a stunner. That's probably. You're probably, probably yeah. right, but either way, looks like we could see old Patty Mac back yeah. in the ring. So, And I imagine that's going to be heavily talked about mm-hmm. uh, on the show tomorrow. Understandably so. And I could see another Adam Cole moment. Maybe. With oh. Corbin coming on the show and getting in his face. Sure. Because the rumors when Vince came on the show was going to be that they were going to yeah, start a program there, and I almost wonder if that wasn't so uh, talked about and speculated about that maybe they changed the the plans at last minute. You know what I mean, and brought in Austin Theory. But... That and also the just the reaction when people heard Pat McAfee versus a seventy six year old Vince McMahon were like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah. And anyway, just uh, it, it's going to be weird not seeing if it comes to that and. By all accounts, it very, could were like my whole life. I've watched Vince McMahon on TV, whether yeah. it was a commentator or before he be, then it became Mister McMahon. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's gonna be weird, like if and when the the mighty falls. So. Well, I mean, he's seventy six, so it will happen. Well, yeah, it's, it's sooner sooner or later. Yeah, that might be part of it too. It was like, you know what, dude, you're seventy six. Right. We have just, this controversy. Just step away. Yeah. Although the sick fucking me. Well, not really. It just, I should say, the one that enjoys karma kind of would find it funny that this dude spends his entire life building this empire and stepping on people, doing dirty shit, taking dirty Saudi money, and then, oh no, you don't get to die on the throne. It gets taken from you. I just, there's part of me that kind of is rooting for that, if I'm being honest. That man provided you with years of entertainment. He has, and <laughs> he's years of frustration. And Agreed, yeah. Definitely agree. The Saudi thing, too, is fucking gross. What do you mean? The 10-year deal he has with Saudi Arabia for the shows where they're getting like hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, and they did the crown jewel or whatever? Yeah, it's a 10-year deal. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Which I don't know if we want to talk about live golf at all, but uh, I mean, just in the fact that it's pretty interesting that we've we've got this competition now because I mean the PGA had nothing. Yeah, there was nobody to worry about, and all of a sudden there's somebody here and they're pulling big names. And I kind of liked McAfee's idea of I, I would have liked to seen all the live golfers, you know, with the NWO shirts on or whatever <laughs> playing in the U.S. Open. Uh, sadly, doesn't look like any of them are in contention. Um, going into Sunday's final, Phil Mickelson didn't even make the cut. Like yeah. He was p- 
played horribly. Um, but I'm look, I'm all for it. I mean, the PGA has been making money hand over fist on these guys, and I, I don't have an issue with someone else starting a league to bring competition. I have an issue with who's doing it. So you're racist. Uh, no, I don't like fucking empires that, you know, do public executions because, you know, for really silly shit and then, you know, fucking genocide a neighboring country. I don't like that very much. Or kill people because, you know, they speak out about it. Call me old fashioned, (laughs) you know. Yeah. But on the sports side, though, I like to see it. Like it's again, if it was someone else, cool. Interesting. Just, yeah. It's fun to follow. Yeah. No, it's an interesting story. Don't get me wrong, but it's, you know. So are we going to do this? Yeah, let's fuck it. Why not? Let's do it. Let's call this thing. I'm going to pull the thing up. All right. So I'll let, while I'm doing that, you explain the idea of what we're doing here. Okay. So with all the the new changes to college sports with the NIL money, all the money that's going around, there's a lot of speculation that's major programs will defect from the NCAA because the NCAA has done a horrible job policing this or putting any guidelines whatsoever. So speculation is that teams, conferences will leave and create their own super league, which I don't really have an issue with at all. So what we're going to do is I'm going to be a conference. There will be the Dillon conference and the D's conference, and we are going to draft teams for our respective conferences. Um, I was thinking about this on the way over. How many teams do you want to do each? I'm thinking either 12 might be too... I think 12 is not enough. I'm thinking either 26 or 28 total. Not per conference, but all together. 28? Yeah, so it'd be 14. 14. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Okay. Um, I said it last week. I tried to do this on NCAA 14, but... You had to. Have, I had to do three conferences just the way the game set up, and that was too many. So three conferences of twelve teams. I, you start deciding. Gee, do I want? You know, programs that, in my opinion, shouldn't make it to a super league. I've heard some people say, "Oh, the super league should be 50. I say no. If you're the Big Ten, you don't need an Illinois or Washington State or Kentucky. Agreed. So. All right, so we'll just flip a coin here. All right, and we're going to do snake draft. Okay. So one, two, three, three, four. Four. Yeah. yeah. Five, six, yeah. Yeah. All right. As the visitor of the studio, I'll let you call it in the air. Tails never fails. It is a head. Okay. What do you want first? you want the first pick or second pick? Second, third pick. I'll pick number two. All right. All right, first team on the board. And this is kind of fun, too, because you got to think of, like, why you want these teams. I'm going to go, first overall, I'm going to take Texas. I'm going to take Texas because it's fucking Texas. And we're talking college football. It's a big brand. You got that oil money. Again, Texas is the biggest state for football. It's Interesting. the biggest, yeah. It's the biggest brand in the biggest state. That's who I'm taking. How many national titles have they won? Again, I'm thinking this as a business, but sure. Okay. 
All right, well. And if we're doing a Super League, it kind of evens out a little bit. And, you know, you'd imagine there would be more rules to maybe provide parity. I don't know if you'd have a pool where teams that finish at the bottom get extra NIL, NIL money provided by the league since you can't do draft picks or anything. Just right. in, in my head, I was kind of thinking that as an option. Well, I mean, I would at this point be a fool to not go Bama. I get it. I get it. As much as I despise everything about it. Yeah. I got to go Bama. And uh, number three pick. Hmm. Using your same logic. Okay. And using um, the knowledge that I know that they are already a team that is willing and ready to spend some of this money, mm-hmm. I'm going to go USC. It's a good pick. I was trying to decide between them or the team that I will be picking. Again, got to go, got to have names, got to have brand. I'm going to take Notre Dame. All right. All right. Your third rounder. So I got Texas. I got Notre Dame. <sighs> hmm. You know what? I'm going to take the school with the biggest alumni base in D1. And it's also a homer pick. I, yeah, I got to take Michigan. All right, so my fourth round pick. No, you got your two in a row. It oh, I did. I you, did. I did. Me, me, you, you. You're right. Sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. Uh, <clears throat> well, it's definitely going to throw a, a wrench into the scheduling. Okay. Uh, but I think they'll be able to pull it off. I have to take the Ohio State University. I understand it. I get that completely. And again, I'm I'm not imagining a scenario where the conferences only play themselves and then right, bowl games right. or that. I, we're just trying to build the best <laughs> super conference. And... You might do a protected rival here or there or whatever. All right. Uh, so I got Texas. It's my pick. It is? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, hmm. This. Scrolling through here. Um, I am going to go with another team that has shown that they are willing to fork out the dollars to build the best program. Mm -hmm. Also a team that has been in the spotlight, but as of late has really been in the spotlight. Okay. And I've got... Automatic TV gold with a conference game, mm-hmm. Texas A&M. Okay. Ma- it makes sense. Get the other big team in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um, hmm. So I got a team in Texas, a team representing the Midwest. Well, two teams representing the Midwest. I need a little Southern flavor here. I'm going to take LSU. I was looking at that one. All right, your next one. Next one. Again, I need a big brand. I'm going to take Miami. 
Fair enough. I am going to take two legendary powerhouse programs that are going to be around up and down, but yeah, their name, you know, when you would you say these, both of these schools names, the first thing that comes to mind is college football. Mm -hmm. And that is Georgia. Mm -hmm. And Oklahoma. Yeah. I great picks. Um, all right. Um, let's see. Let's see here. Uh, no one in the Big 12. I see a Pac-12 team that might not be a bad choice. Can you scroll down a little bit so you can see the SEC teams? Um, you don't want to, you don't want to look at the Sun Belt. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm good on the Sun Belt. Um, hmm. I'm gonna take. <coughs> I'm gonna take Florida. You get in, son of a bitch. I'm gonna get an immediate rivalry with well LSU as well as, um, Miami. I was going there next. Yeah, and next I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm going to take Oregon. I'll get some of that Phil Knight money. Fair enough. All right, so you kind of fucked me on the Florida thing. There was another team I'm like, mm, maybe I take them, but I decided go the other way. All right, I am going to go. Clemson. It's a good choice. Everyone says like, "Oh, they fell off last year. They went 10 and 2." <laughs> like, they're going to be all right. Yeah, I think the they're going to be in the discussion for a while. Sure. They're going to ride that wave. And then my next one is again for rivalry's sake and they have off years but they tend to always get back into the discussion. Sure. Auburn. All right. I am going to take They've fallen off, but it's still a big brand. I'm going to take Tennessee. And the next one. I have one team above the Mason-Dixon line right now. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking of spreading it out a little yeah. bit, too. That's part of my strategy. Um, oh, God. Two teams. Who do I take? Um. Mm. Appalachian State. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, scroll up a little bit. Oh, I don't know why you're showing me these shit conference teams. I just wanted to check, see what was down there. But yeah, maybe if there was a diamond in the rough type deal. Yeah, there uh, isn't. Yeah, no, not really. Uh, wow. Um, 
read off my teams again, please. Texas, Notre Dame, Michigan, LSU, Miami, Florida, Oregon, Tennessee. Okay. I'm going to take... I get two, right? No. You, I, that, that's right. I picked Tennessee. Tennessee. Fuck. All right. Two teams I'm really thinking about. Um... Hmm. <sighs> you know... Fuck. You know, it's a coin flip. I'll, I'll take Nebraska. All right. I am going to go Penn State. That was my. That was the coin flip. Yeah. And hmm. And I think I'm going to go Florida State. Been kind of down as of late, but still a very rich program. Yeah, they're, you know, a Deion Sanders higher away from. Which I think is just a matter of time. Although he might still be pissed about not getting the job the last time which i think time heals all wounds and i think yeah. once i think he's going to do some pretty good things and, and make some noise with jackson state but he already has well but again <clears throat> right I, I think a time is going to come where they're it's going to happen it's just i think it's a matter of time sure um i would like to think that within five or six years he'll be the florida state coach yeah um next Bigger brands, I'll take UCLA. I was looking at them as well for yeah. the same reasons. All right. Scroll up a little bit ever so. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Forgot who other that other ACC team was. I'm like, no. Oh, BC? Yeah, I'm like, never mind. Um, fuck, I don't want any of those ACC teams. Um, go ahead and scroll down. Further, 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 further. Okay. I'm gonna take. Let me take Wisconsin. You're done. All right. Now I'm drawing a blank. I had my teams already picked out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Who was it? Okay, I am going to go. Stanford. All right. And can I can I ask why? 
Because I'm kind of surprised by that a little bit. It's it's one of those programs that, for one, they get smart kids. Sure. And they pop off every now and then. Okay. Uh, Geographically, was that a factor as well? Yeah, I think I needed a little more... West Coast flavor. West Coast, North, you know, I got a lot of Southern boys on <laughs> my uh, my squads there. Right. So. Um, on top of Stanford, I am going to go with uh, a team basically for the same reasons, that they pop up every now and then, but when they do, they make some noise. Tough, gritty, Midwestern, Iowa. All right. Um, think now we got a lot of Southern teams. I think we both do. Yeah. Well, well, makes I mean, sense. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, trying to spread it out a little bit, but again, it's a super league. Yeah. I'm just going after winners, man. I don't give a fuck where they live. All right. I'm going to go in that same vein. I'm going to go old miss. And I'm going to take Michigan State. I, yeah. yeah, that's I figured that's where I was going. trying to decide them or another team, and I'm like, I yeah. All right, so my final two picks are. Am I done, or do I have one more? You have one more. Okay. Uh, oops. All right, I am going to go with Arizona. All right. Solid program. Uh, okay. And This this gets tough. I know, right? Imagine doing thirty six. Like, yeah, that, then it, yeah, it gets way too tough. Yeah, we're, like, we're gonna we'd be getting pretty thin. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do I take Purdue or Iowa State? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pickens are a slim. Yeah. Um. You took. Uh, They're gone. Um, I'm going to go with Texas Tech. We need some offense. Okay. They always put up like 50 a game. All right. <clears throat> Your final team. I'm going to get some of that Jerry Jones money. I'm going to take Arkansas. Uh, on the rise, it seems. Yeah. All right. So, in the Dillon Conference, we have Texas, Notre Dame, Michigan, LSU, Miami, Florida, Oregon, Tennessee, Nebraska, UCLA, Wisconsin, Ole Miss, Michigan State, and Arkansas. All right. The D's Conference, we have Alabama, USC, Ohio State, 
Texas A&M, Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson, Auburn, Penn State, Florida State, Stanford, Iowa, Arizona, and Texas Tech. You're more spread out than I thought. Yeah, I I got, let's see, South, West, Midwest. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Just a lot of even the West Coast teams that I do have are still in the southern part of the country yeah. with Texas Tech, A&M, USC. Um, who else did I get down there? Florida State, yeah. Yeah. I mean, on paper, mm-hmm. I have to say, I think my conference kicks your conference's ass. Yeah. Um, is there any teams where it's like I – you took a team and then I took a team below you that you'd maybe switch or regret or anything. Nothing comes to mind. I'm just curious because I'm going to ask to see the paper and answer the same question. I mean, I definitely wanted to go after in my mind. I wanted Florida and Florida state. Yeah. With the whole rivalry thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That can be a protected rival. Yeah. And then, uh, it's not like we're going to, I was looking at Michigan state, but, as they continued to fall, I had a feeling that you were you were going to jump on them at one point. I just where I I wasn't ready to go there. Uh, I may have picked Florida State sooner. Now I think about it. I I may have swapped them with Oregon, but because, but I di- I did want a one West Coast team. Well, I got I guess I got UCLA. The two but. teams on there that you took that I was getting ready to take on my next round. Was yeah. Florida and UCLA? Yeah. Other than that, I'm I'm pretty happy with your the boys your, I got. The Stanford, Arizona, and Texas Tech picks are, are kind of head scratching to me. Um, Arizona and Texas Tech, especially that those two, I don't really get. Yeah, I mean Stanford, like I said, they haven't so much lately, but. They were a really solid program in like the eighties and nineties. They're probably and... gonna bounce back this year too. Yeah. And I, I feel like their that. their history will enable them to be able to do that. Um Texas Tech is just one of those teams that's always exciting. And it's Texas. Yeah. It's, it's still Texas football, so they're gonna draw money. I would have taken Baylor. Personally. I, I get your I, I see what you're saying there, but you're living in the recent yeah and baylor traditionally has not you know been a power for the most part for most of my life they they have been lately yeah whereas texas tech i seem to have more memories of them being in big games through the years and again being a texas squad and yeah texas money that kind of thing i could see them in this kind of scenario forking out the cash and yeah the top four was who I figured it would be, Texas, Bama, Notre Dame, USC. That it just makes sense. I if I would have wrote out a top four, Texas would not have been on there. Real Texas? Yeah. Because again, you you follow this way more than I do. Yeah. And, and I get your thought process in the money and and all that. I'm thinking of more of like recruiting and who Texas. <sighs> Even when they're down, they're still solid. A right. top t- no, but, no, 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 not solid. They're like a top five recruiting class. Yeah, but that doesn't translate on the field all the time, as we've seen recently. I mean, true. I mean, they've you know had a couple bad of, hires in a of row. Of the top four, 
honestly, I like if I had to pick, if I had four picks to start the draft, I would go Bama, Ohio State, USC, and probably Notre Dame. Okay, so you just switch Ohio State for Texas then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't see any. I was surprised they were still there, but I don't see any scenario where Ohio State would be out of the top four. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, I, in fact, I would. I mean, I, Ohio- you could make an argument of putting Texas in front of Notre Dame, based on the product that they traditionally put on the field, yeah, and and through history. Uh, Notre Dame, yes, they're. I mean, they have an amazing history, but they are the biggest brand in college football. But they don't deliver, right? You yeah. know what I mean. Like I'm building a conference that I, one of my teams is going to win the national title. Notre Dame ain't it. Now in this scenario, in I could see Notre Dame becoming that because they would have to be because they're going to be forced to play. Yeah, monster schedules. So. I think I think that really hurts them a lot more than they realize the fact that they always play Temple. In Air Force and yeah. Navy, it's yep. like no, like, it absolutely does. I mean, that's one of the things that has bothered me about college football is even in the the teams that are in conferences, you look at you know Bama, Ohio State, they, they schedule these fucking cream puffs for their first three or four games before they get in the conference schedule. It's like, well, I, so the fuck what? Like, like Notre Dame does it for an entire season, yeah, with it, the exception uh, of a USC, know, a handful maybe. Maybe three games on their schedule are like, oh, this is going to be a good one. Otherwise, like you said, it's fucking Temple or Air Force. You know. Well, and to be fair, remember the bet we placed last week? Uh, Michigan having more wins than Pittsburgh? Have you seen Michigan's schedule? Mm-mm. Light. Is it? Super light. That was, yeah. Outside of Ohio State, Iowa on the road, and well, Michigan State—that's always difficult. But the rest of it, I, I'm, yeah, Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn—that's their non-conference. In, in their conference, they play Maryland, Iowa. Iowa on, on I, paper should be tough. Well, in Iowa too, that's yeah. that's no joke. Indiana, who I think will be better, but I mean, I yeah, th- that's that game doesn't scare me. Penn State, they're eleven and eleven in their last twenty-two games. So even though they barely squeaked it out, I and then close it out with Rutgers, Nebraska, Illinois, and then you of skip course, Michigan State. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Nebraska, I that's kind of a tough stretch that, though. Iowa, Indiana, Penn State, Michigan State. That that's their test. Like if if they can come out of that three and one, what say it again? What's Iowa, tri- Indiana, Penn State, Michigan State. Like that's their that's their brutal if there is one brutal stretch. Yeah. I mean then they've got three cream puffs. Nebraska is better, a lot better than their record suggested last year. Like I Ryan Day at Ohio State after they beat Mich beat Michigan. They didn't beat Michigan. They lost to Michigan. <laughs> uh when they beat Nebraska said that might be the best team we play all year. But Nebraska just for whatever reason, they they're like the Chargers, where they have a really bad habit of losing close games. So, but Michigan gets them at home. So anyway, um, let me look at this again. Whereas for the sake of comparison, let's look at 
Notre Dame schedule. Oh, they open with Ohio State? Yeah. And then they got Marshall, Cal, North Carolina. I don't know how they're going to be this year. They're Yeah, they're kind of up and Seems down. like they're every other year they have a solid team. Then yeah. BYU, Stanford, UNLV, Syracuse, Clemson. Clemson will be tough. Navy, Boston College, USC. So, yeah. Three games. Yep. Uh, yeah, USC, Clemson, and Ohio State. Yeah. That's why I don't I, – I, in my mind, unless they were, like, in the bottom four or five picks, I wasn't touching Notre Dame. The bottom four or five picks, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate them more than you do. And it, it, it's not even that. It's that I know what I know what I see, and that is Notre Dame will win ten or eleven games every single year, and then when they get to the playoffs and have to play a fucking Big Ten or SEC school, mm-hmm. they're outclassed, they're outmatched because they're not used to that kind of competition on a regular basis. They yeah. play like three tough games all year, and yeah. And it's their own fault for now we're independent. Well, it's costing you national championships because yeah. your teams aren't ready. Yeah. I don't care how good your recruiting class is or how great they look against fucking BYU and UNLV. When it comes playoff time, you got to go down to Bama or Georgia or whatever. You're going to get your ass waxed. And that's yeah. what happens every fucking year. Right. I would think, too, that in this scenario, there's going to be, I mean, Iowa State has some good players. Oklahoma State has some good players. Um, South Carolina has some good players. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to these schools. Yeah. And there's only 22 starting positions at Bama, Notre, Texas, Michigan, Ohio State, those schools. So it, you'd think it's spread yeah, out I mean, a little bit. I agree. I agree. And, and, again, in a scenario like this where, you know, a lot of those guys that, like you said uh, – maybe would have gone to, you know, Illinois or Oklahoma State, one of the, you know, the mid-level schools. They're going to be like, no, I'm going to go to one of these boys. And yeah, the talent pool is going to be spread out evenly. And teams maybe like a Notre Dame get those few extra recruits that can help push them over the top. But, right. again, you're looking at this, you know, you're going to have maybe one or two cross-conference games for rivalry's sake. The rest, you're going to be playing a fucking murderer's row there. So, yeah. I I hope they go to something like this because the yeah. NCAA has had too much power for far too long. Well, the, even like we're talking about with the scheduling, the schools have had too much power too. Why is there not a commissioner that sets the schedule? Yeah. No, I, I 100% uh, agree. It's, it's, I don't, even just for broad... Uh, the billions of dollars are getting broadcast rights. You don't get to see these big games all the time. Right. You know, they're few and far between. So uh, well, that's why Bama plays Mercer almost every year. So. All right. That was fun. Yeah. Um, something I, I want to run by you. Um, by the way, did you ever sell that? What? Your PS whatever with the. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? What'd yeah. you get out of it? It's not as much as I fucking should have. What'd you get out of Ninety dollars. What'd you pay for it? Like one twenty. I want to say something like that. Well, it's still not terrible. Thirty dollars for a, what? Two or three month rental. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Um. Oh. What I was gonna say, Perel's rudely interrupted. Um. On a Michigan Michigan podcast, they did a segment I want to steal. Um. 
not this week, obviously, and we're done. But um, look at go to FanDuel, look at the win loss projections for the NFL, and let's talk about like best bets. Like I think right now, I'll look it up to confirm, but I think the Bears are like, I think the Bears are six and a half wins is their win total. I'm gonna hammer the under. Under? Yeah. You don't think they're gonna win six games? They'd have to win seven games, and no, I don't. Uh, okay. Because I think I thought th- I I believe they had the Pittsburgh at seven and a half. So they do. Which I would I would I, hammer I, the fucking I, I'll over. take the over on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I bet on Pittsburgh to win the Super Bowl. All right, what'd you bet? Ten bucks. Oh, okay, there you go. At plus eight thousand. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. But and I only had ten bucks in my account at the time, so I was like, all right, I'll just throw it all at that. But I'm going to get on there and do the, because uh, I was driving while I did it, so I couldn't really thumb through all of the bets or whatever. But I'm definitely gonna hammer that over. Yeah. I thought about ta- um, looking at what's like, what, like what are your like the bears? What is the odd? Do you I'm, remember? I'm working on it. Fucking find it. I wish I just had a search option, but yeah, I was looking for that too. I was trying to. That's why I said I was thumbing through, and then I saw the Super Bowl plus eight thousand. Like, ah, fuck it. What's ten bucks to win eight hundred? I mean, hold on. I think I might. Oh, win totals. Here we go. No, that's plus ten wins. Uh, I saw that one, which I was. Tampa's uh, the best, I think. Minus four eighty. See, yeah, Chicago's six and a half wins. I'm I'm gonna bet the under on that. But uh, let's just confirm, even though I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Pittsburgh's at seven and a half. So yeah, look through that, and then we'll kind of give bets that we think are good to go over, under on, whatnot. I can do that. All so. right. All right. Well, that will wrap it up for episode number. Let me add on to that. Maybe pick like rushing leaders to passing leaders. Yeah, we can do good that. options. So anyway, come up with stuff. Shoot me a text and we'll, uh, Sounds good. we'll throw out our betting guides. All right. So yeah, June 19th. Um, I'm sure we'll probably come back here in two to three weeks. <clears throat> Depending on what happens or whatever, I'm going to try and... Uh, Honestly, wasn't planning on one until... Gemstones. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I the whole Vince thing. I, yeah, it felt That's like... newsworthy, I mean... Oh, shit, we didn't talk about NJF, their follow-up to that, how he, you know, cut the shoot promo. You mm-hmm. fucking Mark. Um, they removed him from their website. They did that, like, immediately. Exactly. But we haven't done a show since then. That's my point. So, I mean, it's it's definitely a work, but they're selling it really well. Oh, you know, that that all happened the, the next day of the promo. He was all his merch, all all yeah. mention of it. Yeah, he's gone for all intents and purposes. So be interesting to see how it plays out. But, yeah, they're if, in fact, and it probably is a work, they're, they're making it look pretty goddamn yeah. real. And, like, even after that promo, they didn't even acknowledge it the rest of the show, which is a great way to sell it, too, so. But at this point, I mean, I guess my question is, how do you come back from this? Like, how how do you end it? Like, how do you where, where what's the payoff going to be? I mean, to where he's magically happy now, and well, that's uh, the you remember the punk storyline? He left Money in the Bank with the title, and then the next week showed up with it, and just said, "Yeah, we we came to a deal." I I mean, I think that's how 
that's the simple way to do it. I mean, do you really follow fucking step by step the same program, basically? Well, I mean, you do some version of that. I mean, you could do, you know, like a world title match or something and someone's hurt or got, I don't know, there's things you can do. I the, mean, what, what else would you do? Yeah. I mean, when is the interim championship supposed to happen? Is that the next pay-per-view or whatever? Uh, against whoever? No, because the next pay-per-view is Forbidden Door. So I think they have a world title match, and then the winner of that faces the Moxley. No, or is Moxley in it? Moxley's in it, so it'd be Moxley, and I can't remember who the number one contender is, but whoever it is is going to face the. Fuck, I in our mind. I honestly, I'm not sure. Is it New Japan or New Japan? Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was they. They would face the New Japan champion, which I know right now is Will Ospreay, but I, I'm I'm honestly not sure. I've, I haven't been following it too much, but yeah. I haven't anyway, anyway. All right. Well, we'll be back at some point. Two weeks, three weeks, whatever the case may be. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any feedback, let me know. I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on our our draft. So, all right, folks, I am D's. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya. Ooh.